In today's episode, we are giving out advice to our listeners. We discuss suing your ex-boyfriend, what to do with a 10-year-old sibling who has a BDSM obsession, how to handle a mom who is pushing you to lose weight, and we determine what age you go from cycle baby to cycle daddy. Stick around, subscribe on iTunes, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag psychobabble. Hey everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we have never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. Hello there. Hi. <laughs> Last night, um, I was... You looked like you were about to do... Where you like... You know what this is? Did you ever do this? Where you lock your hands backwards and then you like... Nope. Never did Turn it. them inside and out and <laughs> no, inside and I'm out. I'm talking about the... Um, from High School Musical where they only have their hands Speaking out. of musicals... Yeah. Last night, I was like at the club. You went out? No, it was like a bowling alley. <laughs> okay, And Grandpa. Defying Gravity came on and I was like... Were all the gays living? I was wet. <gasps> Jesus. <laughs> Like your whistle was wet because yeah. you were about to sing. I, well, I got my whistle tones or whatever, and it was just like whistle hitting tones, the, like Mariah. Your whistle notes. Yeah, I think it's tones. Nope. <laughs> I think it's my whistle tones. No, your whistle note. I think it's called whistle tones. Notes. So that played, and then it was like Musical Monday or whatever, and then also they played Take. Me or leave me from rent because it was like musical Mondays. Oh, remember and your... it just made me really think about how much better the Glee version is than the Rent version. Wow, so they've the, just did. There's are like, you talking about the Rent version or the Rent movie version, or are you talking about? I think it was the Rent movie version because mm. yeah, it sounded like Idina. Idina, Idina, that's is her that name. Idina Menzel. Idina. <laughs> Idina. <laughs> what did John Travolta call her? <laughs> uh... Uh, I, want, I was thinking like Petite Noel, but that's not. <laughs> Adele Dazeem. Yeah, Adele yeah, yeah. Dazeem. Adele Dazeem. Wait, so Petite no, Noel. Petite Noel. My drag name. Petite Noel. Petite Noel. Um, no, but like I just know the like ad libs and the l- song choices that uh, Rachel and I guess I could say Who sings Mercedes. It? Selena? No. Uh, Selena. What's Rachel Wait, Berry's who's real name? Is name? Selena? I said Mercedes. No one's named Selena. Are you trying to say Santana? Oh, so Santana. No, it's uh, Amber. I guess I haven't watched Glee in 10 years. It's Amber Amber and Riley. Leah Michelle. Jeez, there pizzles. we go. Anyways, now that I've given you some advice on which. <laughs> <laughs> which that was the worst transition. versions of uh, Take Me or Leave Me to Listen to. Now. Let's see what the people want to know. Let's get into some cycle baby advice. So. We do advice episodes every so often, and we let you guys submit questions. And, you know, this is like some stuff that might be a little bit more personal. It's um, sometimes really specific, sometimes pretty general. We don't really have a... A uh, doctoral license. <laughs> we don't have really have a license in any capacity. We don't have any right to tell you what to do with your lives. Um, we we just take the the big brother approach of you know what here's some here's some things we would do maybe and we open the discussion up. Yeah, and you could always email questions to cycle babble. <laughs> say that again. Psycho babble questions at gmail dot com. Someone the other day was tweeting at me too, and they're like, "I've tried, and I keep getting the domain return." And I'm like, "Okay, girl, then you're not spelling psycho babble right, and this ain't my problem." Okay. 
figure it out. So if you want, that's my first piece of advice. <laughs> so if you want, send figure questions to the email and be sure to uh, include a mini version of the topic as the subject, so we know so we know what we're clicking. And we need don't and, and so don't then, make the subject help. And we need and when we that way we know what's most pressing too. Right, right. You got a deadline on this. Don't put urgent. In it, because then everybody's gonna start putting urgent. Well, let's dive in. Anyway, what we, uh, we got a lot of advice on how to write an email. What's <laughs> first one is from C. Uh, C says, first of all, I'd like to say I love your podcast. I've oh been my listening God, since C. day one, Thank and I'm you. a huge cycle baby, as you should be. So, recently broke up with my boyfriend of ten months. There was an emotional and psychological abuse at hand, and he always had to one up you. Over the summer, I spent $836 on four hotels so that I could see him because our parents didn't know we were dating. When we broke up, I asked for $418 for half of the hotels. He said that he was only going to pay me $250 because the two other times we were happily in a relationship and the third time was my mistake and he wasn't going to pay for it even though he said he would. I called him out on his BS and then he said he wouldn't pay me unless I apologize. I refused because I shouldn't have to apologize because it was my opinion. So he took the $250 off the table. I've asked uh, – I said if I asked again, I would file a restraining order. Um, or he said if I asked again, Got he it. would file a restraining order and take me to court because now I'm harassing him. So confused on how to uh, on how I should feel. Um, I've talked to some of my friends, but they don't know what to do either. I guess my question is, is it worth getting a lawyer to take him to small claims court or should I just bite the 418? Well, you, I would say, are the expert on small claims court. I'm literally, this is why I picked this let email. Me, let me answer what I think is right and then you say the yeah. definitive what's what. Yeah. Because Corey watches a lot of Judge Judy. Oh, my God. I will tell you what Judge Judy would say in this instance. I would say you got no leg to stand on unless you have a contract or something or you you have texts where you agreed to pay half beforehand or something. I know it sucks, but like it's kind of like, oops, live and learn. I, would, I think that's literally. It. I'm, I would love to see this episode on Judge Judy. Why? What do you think? She, what do you think Judy was saying? Like, I get that it sucks, and I get I the mean, breakup sucks. You're, but like, you unless you have some type of written documentation yeah. that he agreed to pay half. Yeah. Then this is on you, boo. And I was to say, if it might work if you have texts where he promised to pay the two fifty. I mean, if you've got those texts, that's your only fighting chance. But even then, Judge Judy would probably be like. Like, so Judge Judy gets very mad about people who are in relationships <laughs> who, like, aren't married, who then, Does like... Does Judge Judy who then, get like, really happy about anything? No, not really. So there we have it. Um, Judge Judy's going to be like, why didn't you ask him for the money right then and there? Why are you asking him for the money now that After you've broken fact, up? Yeah. Like, clearly it's just, like, a scorned lover kind of thing is how Judy would look at it. <laughs> Judy would look at it. So, um, gosh, I would say it really sucks, and that's a lot of money. But I'm kind of in agreement with Tyler where kind of you live, you learn. Because I think if you do hire a lawyer for a small claim, that's going to cost a lot. It's just going to cost more money out of your pocket. And rarely but do can't they. You take somebody to court and then also include, like, also pay for my court fees rarely. if you lose. Judge Judy never gives you court fees. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> this is, that's just, just Judge Judy. Judge Judy knows her shit. She's been in the game for like a hundred years. I didn't say she doesn't know her shit. So let's get Judge Judy on the podcast. Oh, my God. I would love that. That would be She a great flies episode. to LA like twice a week just to film her episodes. Well, sister can come in. Maybe she can. Um, so I We mean, should do a legal 
advice episode with Judge with Judy. Judge Judy, and she'll just say what she thinks. Is that legal? I would bring a gavel. I'm like, doesn't she charge like lawyers charge? Or she's a judge, not a lawyer. <laughs> I don't know. See, she's not giving advice. She just say no. Yes. I know. We could give her hypotheticals. That's her hitting Cycle babies ask Judge Judy. I love it. I can't wait. Um, see, so, yeah, I would say, see, I'm sorry. It sucks. I would bite the bullet. I would delete his phone number. I would block him on social media, and I would live and learn. I think, yeah, that's the, the takeaway I, we can give you is I think it's better to just move on. Yeah. And, and cut your losses and live and learn and take that. I think every relationship serves a purpose as long as you take what you learn from it to the next relationship. And I mean, it's, yeah, it's tough. I mean, if he hadn't paid me after the first like hotel thing, it's, I would have felt like I was being taken advantage of and, and kind of figured, tried to like take a step back and look at the relationship from the outside. And I'm sorry that this happened to you. And that is a lot of money. But I think it's just going to, you're going to go in a rabbit hole of paying more and more and more and more and more Plus, money if you try to get a lawyer involved. There's also the emotional cost of keeping somebody who is uh, abusive yeah. in more than one way in your life. I think that is that worth, I don't know. I'd say I I would uh, contact Judge Judy to be on the show. Oh my God, yes. Because they pay you for your appearance. So at least you might get some money back whether you win and or lose. God bless. Okay. What else can we give the people? Who else needs advice? Okay. So this this next Good one, luck, C. Bye. Good luck, C. <laughs> this next Bye. one, the email title. 10-year-old mm. sister into kinky smut? Question Jesus. <laughs> Don't click send straight to spam. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love it. I love it. Um, this is from L. Elle says, so my 10-year-old sister doesn't know that I know her iPad password. Oh and I went on her iPad today. She's always on Wattpad claiming she reads Percy Jackson fan fiction. Honestly, Logan Lerman, is that who Percy Jackson yeah, is? Yeah, He, um... Could and or get it? Is he's he 24. Eight? And then he's legal. <laughs> I just looked it up. He, I saw him at an airport once, and I, like, melted. He is very adorable. He's cutesy. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so she, I already get where this 10-year-old's yeah, coming she from. She says, I believed her but I, that she was reading the Percy Jackson uh, fanfic, but I was a little bit skeptical because she never lets anybody see what she's reading. Mm. So I opened her library today expecting to find oh loads God. and loads and loads of Percy Jackson stuff, but instead... Loads and loads and loads. Well, I added that. She just oh. said loads once. Oh, my God. Corey, don't... Don't change just, the email. I'm, I'm just livening this it up. This poor girl. <laughs> but instead, I found a bunch of romance stuff, and that confused me. But now, then I, now, is this also Percy Jackson romance? I guess not. Oh. And it confused me, but then I saw some of the covers, which looked a little bit dot, dot, dot off. <gasps> oh, my God. Don't put your eyebrows up like that. I clicked on it <laughs> to read what it was about, and I found a BDSM story. Oh, shit. At first, I assumed maybe she accidentally added this to her library. Um, but then I looked at where she was and found that she had read the entire thing. Um, that she read the whole fan fiction. I'm a little bit worried and I don't know how to confront her. She'll just ask how I know her password and then change it so that I can't access her iPad anymore. Or she'll come up with some excuse, which I obviously won't believe. Uh, what should I do? Love L. Well, I think, uh, hmm. If it were Logan Lerman stuff, <laughs> I would let it slide. Sis. You know Wattpad's got freaky shit. Do they? I read one. I put out some of my book on Wattpad. Then somebody like drilled a hole in someone's <gasps> stomach and then that. like effed it. I think, 
yeah. not okay. Not okay. I mean, <laughs> I'll be glad that they're reading BDSM and not that. I think it's a complicated situation because BDSM, and I'm no expert, uh, is if understood correctly and if handled with respect and if uh, both participants or if if everyone involved knows what it's about it's not about like psychological abuse it's not about like it has a lot of um there's a lot of you people heard about that have, bdsm right right what did i say Nothing. I, i'm just saying I'm just there clarifying. are there are a lot of people out there that don't get it or me included um or have what's it called misperception yeah misperceptions about it um Misconception. Misconception. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people that don't get it and just assume that it's like a bad thing or something like yeah. that. It, but I think it's a, a heavy topic for a 10-year-old to wrap their mind around, especially when the logistics of a very vanilla relationship or vanilla romance or anything like that are enough to like be complicated for a 10-year-old, I think. You know what I mean? Like a very – Here's m- my thought. Is what? that people are probably just curious George on the internet. I think you're allowed to be. As I'm sure we all were when we were young and like it had just dove into the World Wide Web. But I think BDSM is pretty complicated for somebody with uh, not much experience with any type of relationships well, as I would assume 10-year-olds might be. What I would tell Ellis, did you read around. the whole story? Because I once read something on Wattpad about me. <laughs> Because somebody <laughs> tweeted it at me and uh-huh, I read yeah. it and it was like involving gay sex and like it was written by some fucking 10 year old who didn't even know how gay sex worked. And they were like trying to name positions that are physically impossible. Like what? Show me. Like, so I'm like, is this BDSM or is this some like 10 year old pretending they know what BDSM is and like writing about someone like fingering someone? Oh my God. I don't know. Read the story and get back to me. I don't know about that. So wait, what was the, what was the exact They just want to know if they should confront their sister about okay. what they're reading. So with all of that in mind, I think it's a touchy subject because I think the internet's a great place for people to learn and to explore their curiosities in a safe way but i think if what she's taking in is giving her a false or negative uh i guess version of what bdsm is that could be problematic i think isn't aren't 10 year olds not allowed to look at porn but is is wattpad porn i don't know Uh, listen i I don't have the answer for this one fuck it i think it makes you be 18 to like read it I feel like when I had to read about me in the impossible sex position that a 10-year-old wrote, I had to, like, agree to something. You had to get your parents' permission? Yeah. As I say, or just be a good uh, sibling and do what Tyler's brother did and teach your sister how to clear her browser history. That is a good, smart move. Though, I don't know. This is a toughie. What do y'all think? Let's open it up to you guys. What do you think they should do in the situation. Are they going to like tweet their response? Tweet with the hashtag psychobabble BDSM <laughs> and give your input. Because honestly, Corey and I don't have all the answers. That's true. Th- this is a complicated situation where I think there are levels of nuance that are I'd say break into the iPad difficult. again, read the whole story, see if it's really like BDSM. <sighs> and then really again, BDSM? just because somebody reads something doesn't mean they're into it. Like I had friends who read Ooh, that's a good answer, the too. problematic Fifty Shades of Grey, but they weren't into like 
any doing anything. They just like if my ten year old little sibling were reading some like ten year olds read your book. Oh my God, there you go. <laughs> and that's how Sue sees and it. That's how Sue sees it. <laughs> I guess I would make sure that they're having a conversation with an adult afterward. <laughs> They're talking through it all. There you go. And that's how Susie's... Hashtag Psychobabble BDSM. Let's talk. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) This one is from Jay. Mm. Jay says, I'm 18 and I'm getting married in under two years. I know I'm young, but that's not the point. Listen, gals, I have a dilemma. Whoa. (laughs) I love the voice of this email. I am a plus-size queen. That's how, Is it all caps? That's how she wrote queen. Yes. And I mean like plus plus size. I'm a big gal. And I don't see it as a bad thing at all. I write body confidence column and exude self-worth. I love my curves, even if I don't fit the mold. So my problem, my mother. She's constantly trying to convince me to try endless workout DVDs and all these diets and meal replacement shakes and will not accept that I'm just happy the way I am. She wants my wedding day to be this big body transformation reveal and I just want it to be a day of love. Should I give in or and try to change, or should I stand my ground? Thanks so much. Love you. And she included a picture of her wedding dress, which is beautiful. Ooh, I want to see. Well, I'll send it to you later. What? No, I want to see it now for context. <laughs> it's very pretty. Oh, that is stunning. Isn't it? Beautiful. Um. So, mama drama. Well, I think... It's difficult because parents always think they know what's best for their kids. And they're always trying to help and they're always trying. I think a- the problem is a lot of it comes from a place of love. Or at least that's how we're told parents are and what you may think. And, and that's how they think. But there there comes a time when I think parents overstep a boundary and they project what they want for their own lives onto their kids in what they think is right or traditional or whatever, in whatever sense, um, onto their own kids. And their expectations of what they thought all along that their kid might be, if it doesn't align with the reality of what their kids turn out to be, I think there's a bit of cognitive dissonance for the parent and they have a hard time wrapping their minds about, around it or you know, being okay with it. Um, I think the best parents are the ones that kind of go with the flow and – don't kind of police. just like let their kids be happy. Right. I agree. Um, I mean, yeah, if you write for body confidence columns and all that and you're happy the way that you are, then I mean, it sucks that uh, your mom just doesn't get that. And I'll also say, I think you're at an interesting age where you're like 18 and this is around the time where you start realizing that like you're, you're an adult now and your parents are adults and they're humans too. And they've made mistakes and, and they're not perfect and they don't have all the answers and they're not always right. And I mean, that's a huge thing. And I think that that'll help you a lot with realizing that your parents might have hopes and dreams or wishes for your life or want things to be different. But I mean, it's ultimately your life. And if you, do what makes you happy. I mean, that's what's most important. Right. And if you love your body and if your fiance loves your body and you're both happy the way that you are, then I say live your life. I have, and I just pulled it up, a draft for a tweet. And I know that I, I knew that I had written it like a year ago or something and I just never tweeted it for some reason. Um, 
And I said, you can't say you're concerned about overweight people's health and then body shame them to the point of harming their mental health. I think a lot of people act like they are concerned and, and they use the veil of, oh, well, you know, I only want you to be healthy. Not not based on, like, looks or anything like that. I only want you to be healthy. But when people overstep their boundaries and project their expectations of others and tell them incessantly how to fix it or this is what you should be doing or blah, 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 that infringes on their mental health. And I think how I, – I, I don't get how somebody can wrap their mind around saying that they're concerned about the health but at the same time harming their mental health. Right. Does that well, make sense? Yeah, I agree with that completely. Um and I think it's hard for people to explain to someone, hi, you trying to be nonstop fixing this thing that's not a, even an issue for me is affecting our relationship or is affecting right. my, my mental body health. positivity yeah. or you know things like that. That's very well said. I don't know. I think you have a good head on your shoulders. You are in your own right path if you're feeling great and empowered and – um, I, I hope that you stay, uh, I guess, strong in that sense. Um, but what was the, the main question? How do I deal with it? What yeah, do I say just, to my mom? Well, no, just should I give in or stand my ground? I say stand your ground. Stand your ground. Um, and like I said, I think understand that your mom is probably coming from a place of love. And th- the difficult thing is you have to kind of approach it with patience. Yeah. And, and that's that's stupid and annoying, but like if it, it, you have to kind of explain yourself, because that's m- might not be something that she's able to understand. I don't know. You sounds like you have a good head on your shoulders. She does, and I'm and her dress looks great. And I'm happy for you. And if you're ready to get married, we would never judge you. Although I do think that is very young to get married, but I guess it's not my place wow. to judge. Listen, she said, "Slow down, gals." I know. She even stopped me before I said anything. This, my grandparents my got married at. 18. I just say, and what's they the just rush? had their like 60th. What's the rush? So, I don't even believe in marriage. Well, then there you go. <sighs> so then age shouldn't matter. I just want to be in a brothel. You do? Wait, what's a brothel? That's like a gangbang situation, I think. Yep, I'm in. You want brother husbands. I want to be a brother husband. Yes. Yeah, okay. You know, sister wives, y'all, where that one guy has like five wives and they're all like sisters. But not like sisters. Not like sister, <laughs> not, sister. They're just like, sister. Yeah. I want like a brother-husband situation. It's me and all my boys. And we're all like, oh, the hubby today. Am I right, guys? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're wrong, guys. Uh, you know what? You live your life. It's not my place to judge. Get married. I guess that's what people do. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay. This is from... Next question. Yeah. yeah take me. This is from A. <gasps> <laughs> oh, it's eleven eleven. by the way make a wish oh, I wish God. all of our advice didn't suck <laughs> I wish oh eleven twelve. you're done okay oh, what, what, is, what does A have to say A says I need help with a serious problem is that the subject because I wouldn't no, click no, it no I would have never opened okay, that okay good <laughs> my question is yeah at what age does someone stop being a cycle baby <gasps> and start becoming a cycle daddy. Oh my! As what? a thirty-five, almost thirty-six-year-old, <laughs> this question keeps me up at night. Oh my god! Please help. You know what? Thanks, eh? I don't know. Cycle daddy. 
<laughs> um, Corey, you I think I was like, you're the expert on this. I, I'm like, I think I'm a cycle daddy. Oh my if we're being, we are we the psycho daddies? Cycle, cycle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. cycle. <laughs> I am a psycho daddy. <laughs> we know, Lord knows, you're a psycho daddy. That's what but all are the other bro- brother husbands call me. <laughs> yes, but are you a cycle daddy? We're like the uh, the seven dwarfs, where there's like dopey, sleepy. I'm psycho daddy. <laughs> you are your cycle daddy. Psycho daddy. Anyway, cycle. Okay, so is there an age? I think we're all children in the eyes of God. <laughs> we're all the Lord's children. Right, right, right. It just Except depends. if you're a brother husband. If you like to ride a cycle. That was a beautiful song. Was it? If you like to ride a cycle. <laughs> I'm rich and you're not. I <laughs> know. Uh, Wait, what is what that? Was How the is lyric? that song? I'm worth what millions. You, you are, are not. not. <laughs> Please won't you be my cycle daddy. <laughs> So what do you think? Wait, can we put that on the shirt? I'm worth millions. You are not. Please won't you be my cycle daddy? <laughs> okay. Please won't you be my neighbor? Okay. Okay. So the question, so the answer, what's the answer? Okay. I think that yeah. you should identify however you want to identify. Don't let us put you in a box. Mm. If you want to step, unless you want to be in that to box. the mountaintop, you want me to put you and spread box, the seed. Jesus, oh, spread the seed. Bring the people to the cycle spread battle. Spread the seed. Sea. Oh, they're like sea, like Moses. Oh, spread the seed. Yes. Why are you saying spread the seed, girl? When was the last time you spread your seed? <laughs> okay, ma'am, we're cutting you off. Okay, are we done? So the answer is. Hey, if you want to be a cycle daddy, be it. If you want to be a baby, own it. If she wants to be a psycho toddler, email us back and tell us what you've decided. Everyone tweet. We give you the power here. Okay, here's what I want. Cycle babble. If I, here's what I want, Corey. What's a hashtag where people can submit what they are? What's a, give, give like me a what hashtag. they identify as? Mm-hmm. Like they can say like PB I'm, identity. Yeah, use the hashtag PB identity with a selfie of you serving a look. If you're a cycle baby, mm-hmm. if you're a cycle mom, cycle if you're a cycle daddy. sister, cycle sister, if you ride that cycle twister. Oh my god. <laughs> Um and yeah, use the hashtag PB identity so we can kind of take inventory of Do you who our people how are. To spell identity. My God, Lord hopes so. And on that note, I think we can wrap it up today, Corey. I think we gave out some good advice today. Yeah. Or no? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm still perplexed I, by that BDSM situation. I don't know what to say. By ten year olds getting freaky deaky My Dutch. God. I don't mean to shame, and I don't think I did, but like. I don't even know how I would handle that if I were a I'm like, mom. how do you know that it's your 10-year-old sister and, like, maybe one of your parents borrowed her iPad? Yes, and maybe, like, plot twist. everybody knows her password because the key code is 11111. Do you one, use one, a – it's 6969. Do you use a <laughs> – do you have an iPad? No. Oh. I'm not garbage. I'm not trash. Wow. wow. Drag the 10-year-old with Do you think BDSM. I would like one? Um, honestly, I have one, and I never use it. Okay, I'll just take yours then. You can have I'll it. borrow it for like a week, and I'll let you know. Like, well, you know when you were like in kindergarten, and then you got to take home Wait, the can teddy we do bear? A, can we do a, um, ew, no, that's how you get lice. <laughs> uh, can we do a technology swap? Because I want to try a Nook sometime. I have a Kindle. <sighs> sure. I don't have your book on my Kindle. I don't want to read lots, my book. I've read it. But I have lots of David Sedaris. I'm currently in the middle of, um, what's that? 
Are we doing a technology swap? You can read on your iPad. I'm currently in the middle of what's that one book? Uh, the David Sedaris book. Oh, oh, Barrel Fever, the first Barrel one. Fever. It's not his first, though. I, I, it says in the inside cover that he also wrote, unless it's a republishing. It was a republishing. Um, it is so funny. I need you to read it. Oh, my God. Well, it's the only David Sedaris book I haven't read, so I might as well. I read a chapter every night. Wow, before bed? Mm-hmm. I and, feel kind of like. And then, like, what do you do? And then I kind of, like, <laughs> and then I kind of go to sleep. You go to, you go do to you bed. you sleep with, only like, on one side of the bed? Yeah, I was really thinking about it last night. Okay, well, I we got to go before this turns into an episode. Okay, bye, y'all. <laughs> Wait, you didn't tell them how to follow me on Twitter or Instagram. I'm sure they can fucking figure it out. Find it. Follow it. Love it. <laughs>